Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's shaking, eh, Howard? Not much, Quint. It is a rainy Tuesday. It's crappy. Terrible. First of all, Oh, let me take center stage, give the uh, peeps at home, because I know everybody's on the edge of their seat, wanting to know how I did in Philadelphia. That boy sure is a running fool. Oh, yes. I meant to ask Because I'm a modest person when it comes to that. I did great. <laughs> <laughs> I was very pleased. No, uh, for the running community out there, this was uh, probably the first race after a long time of, of coming in and out of injury, mm-hmm. which is just so frustrating. You start feeling good, and then something else hurts, and then you're laid off for a little while and so forth. So my goal in this race was run it clean, well. I'm not worried about time. I just want to finish strong and not have any aches or pains. That's good. I feel like you were worried about this one, so I'm glad that it went well. Yeah, because of pain. Like, I mean... I've had hamstring issues, which have plagued me for almost a year now. Mm -hmm. I had stupid foot issues after being talked into playing pickleball. Never again. (laughs) Never again. JP, you know who you are. Anyways, And Logan. I didn't play with Logan, though. I played with JP, who it was brutal. But anyways... The uh, so I was nervous because I'm not out of shape. I I was fine with that, but uh, just ailments. But I loved it. Loved the race. If you have a chance out there to run Philadelphia, they do the half and the marathon on different days, which was so cool because not only did we get to run the half on Saturday, which was great weather for Philadelphia. By the way, if you can plan it to be 50 and sunny in Philadelphia in November, do that. Okay, well, we're on the Schuylkill River. It's depository of... uh all of the unsolved crimes and murders in Philadelphia. But then we got to watch the marathoners on Sunday, which I haven't watched a race and cheered people on. I don't know if I've ever done that. That's really cool. It was awesome. Was this a really big race Huge. or kind of a small? Okay, Massive. Okay. Yeah, 15,000 half marathoners. Oh, okay. I think 10,000 full. It was awesome. And it was so cool because... And I know there's some listeners out there that have probably run Philadelphia. But at the end of the marathon, and this was not the case for the half. So we got to, we started watching at about mile five or six, which was close to our hotel. And that's early, right? So early in the race, and you're calling people's names because they got the name on their bib. And you're like, go, Allie, go, Bob, Mark, you got it. And they'd look at you and smile, give a thumbs up. It's mile five or six, right? That's sweet. It was awesome. Well, then I look at my buddy and I go, we got to go to mile 25. Like, we got to go to the end. We got to mm-hmm. encourage these people, and, and I want to see. I mean, I've been there. You're I've like, run. Bob, it's my, me again. It's Quint Yeah, Quint. Four, We're remember? like BFFs. Remember? <laughs> no. So we get, so it, we walk two miles, right? We didn't, we didn't go the race route, obviously. We walked two miles to about mile 25, and we start, we got there at about three hours into the race. So still super fast folks coming through. No smiles. <laughs> Nobody was no thumbs up, no smiles. You got but a here, different finger then. Here, oh yeah, no, no. They were listen. I've been there. You will. You love people cheering you on. Oh, yeah. You need it. I'm like, I'm like, find it. Come on, Alex, find it. You got it. You know, I was losing my mind. But anyways, the last mile or more in Philadelphia is uphill. Brutal. That's Whoever miserable. designed that is not a runner. 
and that is absolute torture. Yeah. Oh, so it was a great weekend blast. Uh, now I'm super motivated Good. because now I'm healthy. I want to run fast. When's now, the next one? So I think we're going to, we're going to do a, we've not done Illinois. We kind of slated. Now I've run the Chicago half probably six or seven times, but with mm-hmm. my buddy who were running all 50 States, we've never done Illinois. Okay. So Champaign, Illinois has a full in April that we're looking at. Okay. That's doable. Doable. What's going on in your world? We haven't, I haven't been on with you in a while. I know. It's been a minute. Um, that's a see. That's a hip thing. A minute. Like, it's been longer than a minute, but I know that's a phrase. You've I'm never heard that before? Cool things. My, my kid uh, yell, yelled at me. Not yelled at me. <laughs> What's he, wrong with I, you, Dad? I, I wrote a, like an um, acronym on my text. I just said, thank you. I wrote T-Y. He was like, yeah, don't do that. I'm like, what? I've been doing that since, like... Blackberry days. Don't give me that. Well, nonsense. my dad, he still does K, just the one letter. Oh yeah, K. No, that's that's not K. a thing. That's not a thing. Not anymore. I, I mean, told cutting him off that. He OK, care. like just dropping the O. Simply K. That's a little aggressive. Yeah. Like I don't have time for the O. I'm just gonna just give you the K. I mean, you just might as well give the thumbs up, or just hard he, it. Well, that is true. He did discover the thumb emoji. And I would say in the last couple months, I I have evolved. I used to not give guys heart emojis on their text messages i was like that's a little Gotta weird i'm that leaving for that for wife. my wife yeah <laughs> but lately i'm like no nah, i love this like love this are you talking about the heart reaction or yeah, like reaction. typing no no i don't do the emoji, emoji. sure because like, sure. that's a whole no different... no that that'd be weird no okay. sorry i mean heart not reaction. weird for everybody but weird for me i love the reactions yeah but i give i give a i give now a i give now a heart reaction to a lot of things love this that's just big. want people to know i love it love it Love it. All right, let's get into the DIY money. First, some housekeeping odds and ends. Hit us up on the social. It's on fire, by the way. DIY Money Podcast, wherever you check out your social stuff. Uh, We're still promoting the Ed Berry interview. If you haven't checked that out, it's flying off the shelves in podcast lingo. I mean, it's super downloaded. I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there. But it's very popular. It's an amazing podcast, whether you're into sports or not. I think you should check that out. We got another one coming up this week. Um it is going to be, well, I guess it's, it'll already have aired by now. We have another interview that you should go back and listen to. <laughs> that will come out that? on Black Friday. Uh, it's a buddy of mine who wrote a children's book about stocks. But again, this is, by the time this launches, it all have already been out. So this was bad. That was bad content. I should have brought <laughs> it up. Uh, send questions. We, we, got, we need the queue filled up. Podcast at DIYMoney.org. Uh, again, that's podcast at DIYMoney.org. And if you're on the Twitter or the X, I'd love to connect with you. You can hit me up at Quint Tatro. All right, let's go to Kevin. What do you got? DIY. Hi, DIY Money team. Thank you guys for doing your podcast. It's a big inspiration to me, and I know it provides value to a lot of others. I'm currently in college right now, trying to become a CFP. Thanks to you guys. Uh, my question is regarding the tax implications of taking out a personal loan in order to contribute to a Roth IRA. I'm 20 years old and currently have 12000 in a Roth IRA that I've been contributing to to the max, but this year I haven't been able to contribute as much and I wanted to know your guys' thoughts on taking out a personal loan in order to contribute to that Roth IRA. Thank you guys and I appreciate your advice. Okay, Kevin, uh, there's another reason I brought this question out, which we'll delve into, but the answer is no. 
Absolutely not. Do not get into the habit, anyone out there, of borrowing to invest. Uh, unless you're starting a small business and you put a business together, business plan together, and you know you're whatever, or you're investing in rental property. And there's some caveats, but the idea of borrowing a personal loan uh, in order to fund a Roth, whether you do the math and you're like, look, I can get this personal loan at seven percent, and it'll be paid off in a couple of years, but this Roth contribution will be in there forever, and it'll grow at ten percent, and isn't that amazing? I that's a bad, bad habit to get into. So that's my short answer. My long answer is then when is it appropriate to be borrowing for an investment? Well, again, one of the great things about our country, and when a good thing becomes a great thing, a great thing can become a destructive thing. We already know this. We see this a lot in our society, but it does transpire with debt as well. People can take it to extremes that become out of control and ultimately unsustainable. We see that not only personal, we see that in municipalities. We see that in our federal government. That's another discussion for another day. However, it is an amazing system whereby we have institutions that you can believe and trust in, that I believe it or not is actually amazing, to borrow money for you to fund projects or endeavors, businesses, etc., it's amazing. Ironically, around the world, that's not the case. I've talked at length before about visiting third world countries where you see half-built houses and it kind of looks like they ran out of money or maybe just died or something in the middle of building it. And the reality is, is that they're doing it by cash. They don't have a funding or an institution that will loan them the money to build the house right out. So they have to do it when they can. And sometimes that takes 20 or 30 years. But then they have a house in cash and it's paid for and so forth. So not sure who's better off, but nonetheless, I think the question really comes to when you're looking at utilizing some sort of institution to fund something like this, it comes down to the math. It comes down to the numbers. So being able to run math when it comes to either an investment property or a small business, understanding that a lot of those loans, when you go into that, they could have floating or adjustable rates. It's not like getting a 30-year fixed mortgage where it's going to be the same at all times. There's a lot of people that are going to have a rude awakening, especially in the commercial or the investment world over the next couple of years, when they're going to be forced to refinance rates at a much, much higher rate. And if their calculations have been built upon some 2 or 3% interest rate, they're going to, again, have some difficult decisions to make. So I'm not opposed to debt. I'm not opposed to smart debt. I mean, again, we talk a lot on this podcast about paying off debt, getting out of debt, et cetera. And I, I, yes, with a consumer and someone getting a W-2 job and trying to build wealth, that's my mantra for sure. But if you're looking at building an investment portfolio in real estate or starting a small business or something like that, that might be an area you have to go. But it always comes back to the numbers, being able to actually make a financial calculation and decision when it comes to borrowing money. As far as borrowing to put into a Roth, I'm a negative on that one. What say you, a Howard? Nothing great happens when you hold back. Let's go. Come on. I would say similar. Well, first, let me just answer his question, which this was really interesting because when I listened to it, he poses it like a tax question. But I agree with you, Quint. To me, this is not necessarily a tax decision or a tax question. So just to kind of, you know, get the ball off the tee and not completely bunt on answering the question, there really aren't tax implications to this. 
Roth IRA contributions are made after tax, which we've talked about a little bit on the show, which means you can't deduct those on your tax return. So there's not a tax implication there. And then personal loans are also not tax deductible. There are certain loans that are, but not necessarily personal loans. There's a chance some states might let you, but to my knowledge, I don't even know any states that would let you deduct personal loan interest. So as far as I know, there's not a tax implication to this. But like you said, Quinn, I think to me, the first thing I thought about when I heard this question was, okay, let's stop and ask why Kevin is not able to fund his retirement account to the extent that he wants to. Okay, why? Did he have a lot of expenses this year that came out of nowhere? I told you this right before we started filming, but my check engine light just came on on my car. So if I needed to do a huge repair, then maybe that would stop me from funding um, an account later on. But to me, a lot of times this comes down to margin or priority. So I don't know if you made this quote up or heard it, but you always say if your outflow exceeds your inflow, then your upkeep will be your downfall. Meaning if you don't create margin in your budget to be able to use those dollars for the goals and priorities that you have, then just living your life in the state that you are and the amount that you spend in different budget categories will be the reason why you don't have financial success. So to me, I would take a step back and say, for one, why am I not able to ret- to fund my retirement account? Is there an issue in my budget? Kind of that first step. And then two, approaching this from a DIY money steps, I'm thinking through this as, okay, why would you go back to step two of getting rid of debt to take on more debt in order to achieve step four in growing wealth? So I think you're right, Quint. There are definitely situations where it makes sense to take out debt to invest, but for something as simple as funding a Roth, I would agree with you and say, I don't think this is, as a general rule of thumb, a great idea, but maybe your situation would change that answer. Yeah, I'm glad you went down that route. That makes a ton of sense. I did not coin that phrase. I got that from John Withers, a gentleman that I have met with, a mentor of mine, for probably the last, goodness, 12 years or so. Uh, Just an unbelievable uh, gentleman of wisdom. He probably got it from somewhere else. No no disrespect to John, but again, we we like to... we both take great comments and phrases from other people. So unless maybe he made it up, I don't know. But if your income exceeds your outgo, your upkeep will be your downfall. And that's exactly right. So listen, the reality is you might not just be able to make the contribution this year. It is what it is. But uh, maybe in subsequent years, you get your, your finances back on track, your your margin is there, and you're able to you know make, make great things happen. But do not get in the habit of borrowing uh, in order to make investment stock you know decisions, in my opinion. Great question, Kevin. Uh, we'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card for that. Uh, what all he did is send us a, an audio file to podcast at DIYMoney.org. That's podcast at DIYMoney.org. Keep those questions coming. We can certainly use them on a show. And again, if we use one, we'll send you the $25 Amazon gift card. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed. 